This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. James 4.4 Adulterers and Adulteresses Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whosoever, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. These people to which James was referring were not those that deny God, those that openly sin, saying they welcome following their own lust and desires that will lead them to damnation. These verses were aimed at those within the church those that at one time professed and may actually have been grafted into the vine that is our Lord Jesus Christ. However, now they no longer bear fruit. In the Greek, adulterers means apostate. Apostate is someone who has given up their religion. Apostasy, an act of refusing to continue to follow, obey, or recognize a religious faith. I want to key in on following and obeying. Why is that? The answer comes from Matthew. Matthew 22, 37 through 40. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. When following, when obeying, we are standing true to these two commandments, which comes from the Old Testament, Deuteronomy 6.5, Leviticus 19.18. This explains why verse 40 exists. It is a reaffirmation what Christ stated in chapter 5 of Matthew. Matthew 5, 17-19 Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Many that profess to being quote-unquote Christian have destroyed the laws of Moses and the teachings of the prophets. They use the excuse, like for example, that these laws are under the Old Covenant. Yet Christ said this about that mentality. Luke 16, 16-17 The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached, and everyone is pressing into it. And it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one tittle of the law to fail.
Therefore, Jesus Christ makes it very clear that the laws that were not removed by him going to the cross, that is, making sacrifices, are still active and true if they do not violate the second commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Would you enslave yourself? The answer is no. Subsequently, slavery is against the laws of Moses, even though they were originally in them. So following obeying all the teachings within the Bible that passed the litmus test of Matthew 22, 37-40, shows not only yourself, but the world about you that you are a disciple of Jesus Christ and so are not an enemy of God. Yet there are those that will deny this, will argue and complain that what was just stated is the truth. This is the first indicator as to identifying who are the enemies of God. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verses 3-5 through If anyone teaches otherwise, and does not consent to the wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrines which accord with godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words, from which come envy, strife, rivalry, evil suspicions, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. From such, withdraw yourself. This leads us to the next clue as to who are the enemies of God. For within these verses are descriptions that leads us to the verses that are to follow. Galatians 5, 19-21 Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissension, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, from which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in the past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. I want you, the listener and reader, to note an important verse that precedes these verses. Galatians 5.18 But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. This is a very clear statement, that if we behave in the following manners, Galatians 5.22-23, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. We work within the laws of Moses, yet if we live in the sins listed that come from the flesh, those that live this way are answerable to the laws of Moses, which affirms what Jesus Christ himself said, that the laws are not destroyed, just fulfilled. Then those that choose to ignore the laws and do not follow or obey them 
can be considered enemies of God. What other evidence is there of who are those that are the enemy of God? 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 16. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. These verses, when taken in concert with the first verse we discussed today, says volumes. Therefore, let us repeat it. James 4, 4. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. So those that seek after wealth, fancy houses, new cars, bigger and better. They are actually enemies of God, no matter what they say their affiliation is. For their true love is their want for what will give them what they truly desire. Matthew 6:24. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. You'll be devoted to one and despise the other. It is a plain statement. If you are devoted to God, you will not desire what money gives you. You will despise luxuries. You will not seek after bigger, better, fancier. You will downsize. If you have wealth, it will be given to charities in need, to people in need. Most will reject this. Most will scoff at this. Most will be bewildered and shocked. Revelations 3, 15 through 18. I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. You say I am rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. Also, buy white garments from me so you will not be ashamed of your nakedness. And ointment for your eyes so you will be able to see. You say, I am rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Yes, I use these verses on purpose. Does this not make those that want to reject this, scoff at this, or are shocked by this stop? It should. This is not me. These are not my words. This is the Bible. This is God. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. 
It amazes me how people wish to reject the Bible just because what is being said goes against how they were raised and told their entire lives. That would imply that all they have learned and been told is a lie. That their parents, their pastors or ministers, had it all wrong. If the Bible says one thing, yet all you do goes to the opposite, then what is the truth? The Bible or how you live? People say they are quote-unquote Christian, yet reject that which goes against what they desire, what they are devoted to. This causes conflict within people. For centuries, they have been told that to succeed is to gain that which is within the world. However, this is the opposite of that which the Bible tells us to seek after. Matthew chapter 6, 19-21 Do not store up treasures here on this earth, where the moths eat them, and rust destroys them, and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven, where moths and rust can't destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Where your treasure is makes you a follower of Christ or an enemy of God. It is just that simple. It is black and white, hot and cold, sheep or goat. There is no middle ground. There never has been. People can't keep chasing after both. They all must choose a side and they must now do something about it. Why? Because Christ is soon to come and what follows that first appearance is something all wish to avoid, but most will not. Why? Because they choose to be God's enemy instead of Christ's follower. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I
Jesus.